happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, hey. Welcome back to the uh, uh, one more uh, podcast, the ONP CCN, you know, S N O P D O Double G. That was a beautiful intro, Benny. Thank you, thank you. Uh, as yeah. always, you know, my name's Benny, and my co-host for the night is a uh, good old Tommy Boy. How you doing, Tommy Boy? I am doing well, doing well. Doing well, you know? doing well. Yeah. How have things been? Everything been good? Yeah, it's been working up here. So, yeah. kind of boring, but making well, money, so that's good. Well, you know what I've uh, been doing? I've been uh, you've I've... been doing research for this beautiful podcast. Yeah, and trying to edit this beautiful podcast. You know, if oh anyone, yeah. If anyone listening, no matter where you are, if you're willing to uh, edit this podcast for us for about free fifty, uh, hit my line. You know, find me. I'm willing. I'm willing and able. I'll give you like a dollar. That's as most as I'll do. But uh. <laughs> But uh, anyway, uh, your boy got some uh, WWE merch representing the LWO nowadays. I got me uh, one of those uh, beautiful t-shirts from uh, the, uh, uh, oh shit, what was it called? The San Juan Street Fight back at Backlash. Yeah. I keep wanting to call it SummerSlam. Yeah. It ain't. It ain't no, SummerSlam. It was Backlash. Yeah. Uh, got me one of those Bad Bunny shirts. I love it. I love it so much. It's so comfy too. And then I yeah, got are you wearing a... it for this podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, got me a uh, LWO lanyard with a little, you know, uh, keychain decoration. You know, gotta represent the uh, the legend that Eddie Guerrero made. You know, shouts out the our Latino World Order. Shouts out Carlito. You know, shout out all the rest of them. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Any news on your end, uh, buddy boy? Any news? I just learned that Mustafa Ali is in Impact Wrestling, apparently. You just learned that, huh? Yep. I was scrolling through Twitter and learned that, like, two minutes ago. Yeah, he's been... He's been, uh, sw- uh switched over for, uh... I want to say a couple weeks now. Yeah, I didn't know that. Or at least he's been out of WWE. Yeah, he, he got released the same time Dolph Ziggler did. Yeah, which unfortunately not enough people miss um, Mustafa. I, I feel like he was definitely buried. You know, he could have done a lot more. Oh yeah, he had so much potential, but he didn't have the size that WWE likes. They like the big meaty men. Big meaty men slapping meat. Mm-hmm. You know, tell that to Kaiser. Let's get rid of him. Let, let's let's stop signing Kaiser. You know, I am very ashamed that they got rid of Mustafa Ali, but kept Kaiser. Yeah, let's get rid of Kaiser. You know, let's start a petition to get rid of Kaiser, just because I don't like him. You know, I don't have anything yeah. against his. I don't have anything against his in-ring capabilities, you know, or the very few times I've heard him on a mic, but I just don't like how he looks, and I don't like his name, and you know, I feel like he 
I, I feel like he would talk in a very fake German accent. Like, ooh, some Wiener schnitzel. You know, that type of shit. I feel like that's how he's supposed to sound, but then he doesn't, and I'm disappointed. Disappointed? Yeah. He doesn't sound very far off. No, but he should sound closer. You know, fair. Yeah. Our boy, friend of the pod, Jeff Hardy, is injured. Uh, he suffered a head injury. Yeah. Probably just a concussion. He got knocked the fuck out <laughs> by Sammy uh, Gravas. Yeah. And Impact. Not Impact. Wow. On AEW Collision, I believe it was. Yeah. That was on Rampage. Bro, I swear. That dude has gotten hit in the head. And every other part of his body more times than anyone I know. But he still keeps on trucking. He needs mm-hmm. to retire, like I'm saying. Yeah, but this injury wasn't his fault, you know. No, no, it wasn't, but... Oh, well. Anyway. Uh, what other news oh, you got uh, for us? Uh, that's pretty much all I got. Um, again, I've been working all day, so... Didn't have time to look up anything. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know. You guys see what I deal with. You guys see what I deal with. I know. I'm the worst. Really? Just absolute worst. Well, I guess I'll pick up your slack. Beautiful. Uh, first off, I want to start. I want to start my my news by saying something that's not WWE related, unless you count the fact that this is the uh, longest running uh, belt holder of all the WWE. Ever, S N W O P D O Double G Snoop Doggy Dog Uncle Snoop, you know the Grand Master of the L B C, is back at it. Him and Dre oh, released, yeah? Uh, yeah. Him and Dre released Gin and Juice. Yeah. 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 Their liquor line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Get L A Knight in a room with Snoop. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I think he'd love it. <laughs> that would be the worst collab ever. You know, that's the only two options. But, uh, yeah, they, they got a... On, on lighter news, oh. I guess it, that was light news, yeah. but uh, on funny news, oh. Stephen King, you know, you know Stephen King. Who doesn't know Stephen King? Uh, people who don't read. Fair. <laughs> you know, fair. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. posted on Twitter, Dear Elon, Twitter, 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 and so on. Fuck your need to put your personal brand on everything. Based. Pretty based. <laughs> based. And so now he's trending on Twitter for going at Elon Musk. He's always going it's... at Elon. It's it's. <laughs> Did you see that we're uh, we, a lot of the elimination chamber contestants are knocked out? No, I did. Who are we down to now? Well, uh, for our listeners, uh, we were starting out with the uh, w uh, the elimination chamber uh, WWE contenders being. 
the one and only the Viper, Randy Orton, uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, uh, Ivar, um, uh, Rusev. I'm never going to get his name right. Rusev? No. The, the big guy. I don't know. I don't know. Bronson Reed? Is it Bronson Reed? Yeah. Oh. Big guy. Where's the unitard? Yeah, Bronson Reed. Okay. I, I was I was far off. Uh, Bron- That's... Bronson Reed, uh, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Logan Paul, AJ Styles, Dominic Mysterio, uh, The Miz, and L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're down uh, to Drew McIntyre, L.A. Knight, uh, Randy Orton, uh, and Bobby Lashley with two other spaces available, but no one knows who's going to go in there. And I mean, you got Logan Paul versus The Miz for a spot. And then yeah. we got some guy versus someone else. I forget who. Well, <laughs> Not going to lie. Sami Zayn's out. We know that one. Sami Zayn is out. And then uh, Bronson Reed is out. No. Ivar's out. Right? Yeah, Ivar is... No, Bronson Reed is out. I Bronson believe Reed. Ivar beat Bronson Reed. Maybe. I could be wrong. I don't know. But, um... I, I, I think it's down to Logan, Miz... Um... I know AJ, AJ Styles is out. AJ Styles is out. Logan and Miz are going to go at it. And I think the Miz will probably win because Logan has the title. Maybe. But they might throw Logan Paul in it just for his name sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to talk some shit about unifying the, the title. Chamber, yeah, but if he loses the chamber, I mean, doesn't he um, get fucked out of the U.S. title? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Don't fucking know. And WWE hasn't posted the fight card for it yet. For SmackDown. No, they haven't. But I couldn't uh, tell you. But hey, you know, uh, the ones that we were happy to see, uh, Bobby Lashley, Orton, uh, McIntyre, and Knight, they're in. You know, at least we got at least we got those ponies in the race. I Uh, wanted to see uh, Sammy in it instead of Drew, but whatever. I like Drew. I wanted to get rid of Lashley and put in <clears throat> Dominic. That would have been my replacement. Yeah. Yeah. No. Put Dominic in. Dominic deserves it. Yeah. Put put Dom in. Take out Lashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got enough stuff uh, behind him. Yeah, he's done stuff. Uh, but hey, you and I are going to go head to head in the uh, women's elimination chamber. Your your wife, Liv Morgan, is in it, and uh, yeah, and my wife, uh, Becky Lynch, is in it. Yeah, yeah, the man, Again, the man versus Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. 
Bianca Belair is in it too, but I'm not really too fond of her. You know, I I feel like she's overrated at this point. Like they they found a token uh, black woman to cheer on, and you know that's what that's why she has the hype that she has. But there's so many other ones now that you know they can choose from that are actually good, like Naomi or yeah. uh, Jade Cargill or yeah. Uh, it just Nia Jax technically counts as black, I think. I don't know. She's related to the Rock, so she's black Samoan. But yeah, yeah. But Naomi would have been awesome, for sure. And uh, oh yeah, would have. Yeah, and Jade Cargill going immediately into the Elimination Chamber after getting signed would have been phenomenal. It would have been amazing. Yes. Yeah, but. They put Bianca in there. Who knows? Who knows what'll happen? But uh, in other news, uh, and I'm gonna save one story for a little bit later. Uh, but uh, let's see. Uh, Dana White, uh, he's getting in a lot of trouble for UFC 300. You know, we talked about it last time. He actually got a hold of John Jones about it. Uh, John Jones went on to say I got a call from Hunter Campbell he said John I know it's only nine weeks away but if there's any chance that you're feeling up to it it would be awesome news for the community that you're coming back and headlining one of the biggest events ever and and, uh, as honored as I am for the opportunity I just don't think I'll be ready I just don't they they tried to get John Jones nine weeks out to do UFC 300 that's insane like bro's panicking bro is struggling like how did he not book UFC he has Volkanovski he'll do it (laughs) he was at 298 and he won he'll do it again it's it's he's very good at you know coming in last minute when he needs needs to (laughs) winning Yeah, he's that's his talent. You know, the Aussies they make shit happen. But uh yeah, in lighter news, uh Daria uh Baronado and Tony Cassano uh have officially tied the knot. WWE star uh and her fitness model fiance said I do on February tenth. Shouts out them. Uh in the legacy new uh legacy castle in New Jersey. Uh, sprawling venue. The bride's uh, joke was ironically quite big for their uh, uh, intimate ceremony. Uh, you know, surrounded by 140 of their closest family and friends. Uh, and the ceremony was officiated by Maria uh, Menonos. Menonos. I do not know specifically how to pronounce her last name. But shouts yeah, out no. Sonia Deville uh, and uh, Tony Cassano. For real. Hell yeah. What? You know? Fair. Yeah. What were you... What was the... You snorted a little. <laughs> you uh, you laughing at me? Oh, okay. I am. Okay. I am. You're, you're, yeah, you're uh, laughing at me? <laughs> no, I was laughing at these damn ads. Because, oh. like, I was reading something mm-hmm. and then that fucking ads just fucking 
put me to the top of the page. Like, here, read this ad. Mm. No, fuck off. I don't want to read your ad. <laughs> well, uh, you may want to you may want to read this. Uh, this Bogdan Guskov, uh, who was at UFC Fight Night two thirty six. Uh, I have no idea who that is. Well, I'm getting I'm getting to the good part of it at least. Uh, he was at a, a UFC Fight Night two thirty six UFC Vegas eighty six. Uh, is the hashtag on this if people want to find it on Instagram. Um, Bogdan Guskov said, I think I think first victory in the UFC, this is more good than sex. And, you know, I relate. You know, <laughs> you relate. I relate. I can't relate. I no. can't relate. Never won a match in the UFC. Well, you know, there's a first time for everything. See if uh see if Muscle Hamster will spar you in the UFC. He would kick my ass. But at least you'd figure out if it's better than sex. If you win. I know fighting's not better than sex. I feel like in fight and I've had sex. Uh I would much rather have sex any other day. Oof. Mm. Well hey. You know. Uh you know, speaking of sex, speaking of uh, you know the sweet, sweet lovins, uh, Tiffany Stratton and uh, Ludwig Kaiser are moving into their dream apartment. Uh, most people say dream home, but I suppose that they want to live somewhere that's a bit more uh, temporary. Know. Well, if they're wanting a dream apartment, then they're probably moving somewhere crowded. You know, New York, L.A., something like that. Uh, but uh, I didn't know that Ludwig Kaiser and Tiffany Stratton were even together. You know, that's... He is... Yeah, I didn't know that either. He is like a three, my boy. And she is a whole... I'd say... I'd say a ten. No, 9.5. 9.5. Ten is Rihanna. Can't get better than her. But that's crazy. Uh, but he, uh, she goes on to say, actually, me and my boyfriend are going to be buying an apartment soon. Uh, we're going to be buying, like, our dream apartment. Not buying, just renting, but you get it. But I'm so excited. We live in a freaking one-bedroom apartment, and we just have so much stuff. All these suitcases, we practically live out of suitcases. So we just need more room and, uh, to store everything. And I have so much freaking clothes, and so does he. So we need a bigger closet. We need an extra room. We need it all. So I'm so excited. You know, never mind. I think she's more like a seven. <laughs> you know, that reads hard. <laughs> I, I, I felt my wallet start burning as I was reading it. <laughs> like, oh, geez, you're, <clears throat> you're, you're, you're a little needy aren't you but it's okay it's okay you know, she has ludwig kaiser you know as ugly as he is and as much as i don't like him you know wwe must pay good you know, even for people that stand behind uh, uh gunther yeah mm -hmm. but, uh, now in, in uh in news related to my wife becky lynch 
she had yeah. to explain uh, to uh, their daughter, uh, her and uh, Seth Rollins, for those who don't know. <clears throat> she had to explain to her daughter uh, why Dad is trying to beat up Maui. <laughs> and I think that's so cute. <laughs> that, I saw that promo. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, it's it's so cute. It, it's a uh, it's adorable. It's freaking adorable. Yeah, because uh, you know, bring in little. Uh, I think their daughter's name is. Uh, Reese, or something like that. Uh, uh, let's see. I don't know. Uh, Ro. Her, her name's Ro. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was so cute. Shouts out Ro. Shouts out Becky Lynch. Such a good mom. Shouts out Seth Rollins for wanting to beat up Maui. Iconic. Um, iconic. Iconic. But uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin got in the news again. For uh, what? He, well, for one, uh, for those that don't know, uh, he had an amazing uh, ad uh, during the Super Bowl uh, for the uh, um, the new Forerunner? No. I don't know. It was a off-road vehicle, um, maybe a side by side, maybe yeah, I think it was a side by side, um, of sorts. But anyway, uh, no. Other than that, uh, he was in the news. What the hell? What the hell? I felt a buzz, but oh, that was my phone. I'm I'm dumb. Uh, he was in the news because uh, someone was asking him. Uh, if he would ever wrestle uh, CM Punk. Uh, and he said uh, he's not going to rule it out. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. You never say never in WWE. Never say never. Never say never. I would love to see that match. I would too. You know, that's a, a straight edge CM Punk versus constantly drinking Steve Austin. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. Iconic. It'd be a beautiful match. It would be. Uh, let's see. Um, What's up? Fucking. Uh, don't they have real life beef, or is it CM Punk's Austin? Well, or is Steve Austin CM Punk's like idol or something? Uh, I think. I don't think it's real life beef. I think it's um. Uh, maybe it's an idle situation, but I, I think it's more like they are like very opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm. You know, one is uh, promoting drinking, the other one's straight edge. You know, it's like a battle of yin and yang, essentially. Yeah. But uh, I found a uh, I found a Markov chart for the elimination chamber. You know, who's who's in, who's out. Um, let's see. We got Orton in, Lashley in, McIntyre in, LA Knight in. Uh, the ones that are out are Ivar and what's his name? Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. 
Uh, Sami Zayn and AJ that. Styles. What? You're never going to remember that. Never. You know, I... I hate to say it, but it's probably who's because uh, who's left? Uh, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, Dominic Mysterio, and The Miz. Ooh, AO versus Dominic. Ooh. I think it'll be KO versus Logan. No, they already announced it's Miz versus Logan. Oh, okay. I just didn't know who Dominic was facing. Oh. KO versus Dom sounds... I don't know. I don't think I... Unless unless they do it to where like Dominic's really good at selling a stunner. Yeah. But um yeah. I I feel like I guess I'm one of those WWE fans that I want every fight that is ever written in uh to be uh based in a storyline. So like uh, KO fighting Dom for Elimination Chamber entry I want that to mean something and I feel like they could twist that into like uh, Logan comes out helps Dom cheat and then like they're buddies maybe yeah they, yeah. they could we'll just have to watch and see you tomorrow we will we will we will keep up on Twitter. We won't actually watch the product because ads. Yeah, yeah. We'll watch the uh, that one guy that you were telling me about that does an after episode video. See wrestling. Shout yeah, out friend of the... friend of the pod. Let's see. Uh... Oh, um, the Wolf Dogs have their oh, NXT man. Tag Team Championship. Hell yeah! Congratulations, Wolf Dogs. Congratulations, Wolf Dogs. Ron Breaker and uh, Baron Corbin. And Mogoy himself, Baron Corbin. Yeah. I learned this after the last episode, and I was telling Tommy about it off pod. Braun Breaker is related to the Steiner brothers. Scott Steiner and uh, yeah, Rick Steiner. I don't see it. <laughs> you don't see it? I don't see it, but like... Rick Steiner's his dad. Scott Steiner's his uncle. I know. Yeah, they, I I guess that makes more sense. Uh, Rick Steiner, I don't know much about him. I know Scott Steiner. Everyone knows Scott Steiner. Oh yeah, I mean he has he has math. Scott Steiner math. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> yeah, he, he he does math good. He maths pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I need to see Rick Steiner to decide if he looks like him or not. You but know, they say all men are created equal. But you look at me, and you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally, <laughs> if you go one-on-one -on -one with another wrestler, you get a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% chance at best to beat me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastic go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third percent chance of winning. But got a, I got a 66 and two-third chance of winning. Because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me. And he's not even going to try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third percent chance minus my 25, you got a 
eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you, hold on, I'm dyslexic as shit. Uh, but then you take my 75% chance of winning if we was to go one-on-one and then add 66 and two-thirds percent chance. I got a 141 and two-thirds percent chance of winning at sacrifice. See now, Joe, the numbers don't lie. They spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Uh, beautiful promo. Thank you. very vile. Viral promo too. Oh yeah, I know the promo. I don't even watch it. It is so good. I love the video of it. I really do. Yeah, he is just—he's so funny, and and then MJF recreated it, and that's even funnier because he did a math promo as well on AEW Dynamite, and uh, it just—it's so—it's so good. I really hate that Scott Steiner is one of those people that have bad blood with WWE, so now he can't come back. And, you know, that means that Braun Breaker can never fight his uncle, uh, for one. Uh, But two, you know, Scott Steiner will never be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, And uh, not only that, but he talks shit on WWE, like, all the time. And it's just, I don't know. It, it sucks, but uh, yeah, the main my my main issue is that he can't fight Braun Breaker because I want to see that. I want to see him take the chainmail off Scott Steiner's head, and wear it. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah! I am so excited for Braun Breaker to be on the main roster, though. Oh yeah, man, it just ugh. He's going to be on main roster, and people want him to get Steiner, but uh, I believe you said that you don't want him to be Steiner. You want him to stay Breaker, right? Yeah. Yeah. You said that last pod, I think. Yeah, I I don't like when they do shit like that. Like They put Dominic Mysterio in the shadow of his father, but then as soon as he broke out, he was a ten times bigger star, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, they like, did it to Cody Rhodes too. They're yeah. like, "Yeah, here, do this shit. Same shit your dad was doing when he was doing Stardust. He had the freaking yellow polka dot Stardust costume, uh-huh. yeah. and it never worked. Nope. Never fucking worked. Nope, nope. But then he broke out, did his own thing. Now he's a huge star. They got to keep him separate. Got to keep him separated. Yep." But there are people that think that he should get changed to Braun Steiner, and I don't know. I feel like he should you know, say Braun Breaker. It sounds more mean. It sounds like Braun it Breaker. Yeah, yeah. It Braun fits him Steiner. Being like yeah, the just... replacement for um, Brock Lesnar. It does make him. It makes him sound. That's what I was gonna say. It makes him sound like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And he's, I don't want him to be a replacement, though. No, but that's what they're going to paint him as. He's going to fill that hole. Yeah, I guess. Well, maybe he shouldn't, because that's what he's in trouble for. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For people who misconstrued, Brock Lesnar's the one in trouble, not Braun Breaker. No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Speaking of our boy, let me talk to you. 
Let me talk to you. Yeah. Uh, L.A. Knight wants Usher to perform Yeah at his WrestleMania entrance. (laughs) What do you... I've had enough Usher this year. (laughs) But... That sounds kind of funny. <laughs> imagine if imagine if Usher redid the whole song and then every yeah was Ellie Knight's yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, fucking Usher comes out and is performing yeah, but every time it goes, Usher's song goes yeah, Ellie Knight just has a mic in his hand and goes yeah. Bro, I... Or, like, the whole crowd just does it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so great. That is worth having cool. Usher again. <laughs> it is worth another ten minutes of Usher, I guess. Oh, yeah. Definitely worth it. <laughs> that would be so fun. I would love that. It would be amazing. Yeah. But, uh, you know what else would be amazing? What? Rhea Ripley was talking uh, with uh, some interviewers. And uh, she was saying, uh, when asked if uh, uh, she would ever compete for other titles, uh, so uh, she was saying, oh, 100%. Uh, they asked if she would do a men's title. She said, oh, 100%. I'm always down for a challenge. I love a good challenge. So if that uh, opportunity were to arise, I would be 110% down. I think that'd be kind of yeah. cool because Seth Rollins followed that up with saying that he would love to take her down with the rest of Judgment Day. That's amazing. I love Seth Rollins putting over everyone, not just, you know, the men wrestler. He's like, yeah, come come get it. Come get this title. Yeah. I don't think that a married man should say, come and get it, but, you know. (laughs) You know, it's the world of wrestling. Oh, yeah, fair. Well, they're still married. You have your personal life, and then you have your in-ring life. Well, I think they're still married in the wrestling world. Yeah. Yeah. So he can say whatever he wants in the ring. Yeah. Well, let's not turn it into a Vince McMahon thing. Let's not have him cheat on his wife for the for the kayfabe. But you know. (laughs) You know what's great? We spent all that time looking up um, who was left on the elimination chamber tournament, right? Yeah. 16 minutes ago, WWE posted, who will qualify for the men's elimination chamber with the two matches? Oh. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that we uh, are keeping up with glad we, Yeah, we are faster than WWE. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, I, uh, one of the things that uh, uh, my, my news sources... Uh, said is Jade Cargill was pulled from WWE Elimination Chamber uh, plans. This is like yesterday's news, uh, but uh, I feel like they shouldn't have pulled her from that. You know, they should have. Uh, uh, there was some rumors that she might be involved in the Elimination Chamber, but uh, she is not set to be in it, and I feel like that would have been crazy uh, good. It would have been pretty damn good. To yeah. have her in the elimination chamber right after being instead, signed that's crazy like i it. think her instead of uh bianca belair would be nice i'm saying i'm fucking saying bruh like bianca belair is mid 
she's so her whole talent is her hair and i'm like <laughs> bro do do a mask versus hair match like dom and ray were gonna do you yeah. know like someone cut that shit off so like she can actually develop a character other than someone who moisturizes their hair before every match yeah like come on like I have nothing against her for any other reason other than I think her hair is a dumb ass gimmick. You know, that's a valid valid argument. Yeah. Like Yeah, I just I want the I'm excited for that. Yo Sky Bailey main event people are pushing for. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh CM Punk talked about it. He said, yeah, they need to acknowledge her more. Like the fact that they still haven't done uh, or ran any promotional posters or nothing saying that she's even there. Like, they they have all but completely ignored her. Yeah. And I feel like... And CM Punk called them out. Yeah. She, shit, he called them out so fast. And, yeah. you know, man, it's just, it's crazy. Because it's bullshit. Yeah. It's like, come on. People want to see what fucking happens there. EO Sky is like everybody's That's your baby. the biggest women's story you have right now. Yeah, like, what the fuck does Bailey, uh, not ba- uh, Bianca Belair have at all? Genuinely. Like, yeah, she has a, a love show with Montez Ford. That's it. She doesn't have anything else. All, all she has after that is a good intro. Her song isn't that bad. Naomi's intro is thirty times better, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have Naomi's better intro intros. Hype as fuck. They have really. I good would intros say Naomi has, in the current era, one of the top three intros. Who's your other two? Sammy Zayn. Uh, no, Sammy female, Zane's female. Intro. Oh, I was talking in general. Oh, oh, okay. Naomi's intro is just that good. Oh, okay. Okay, well, all time. Who's your top three? All time? Yeah, well, current Ooh. roster. Current roster. Current roster. Okay. Yeah, that's current what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Sammy Zane. Mm-hmm. I'm a Sammy Zane fan. Through Obviously. and through. And the, he goes out there, he's jumping around, and the whole crowd uh, getting into his music, jumping with him, and, and they all scream together at the right point of the song. Oh, yeah. That's ska so, music for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then uh, I would say Naomi's next because her light effects mm-hmm. and everything. That's just really fucking cool. Yeah. And who, number three would have to be. Um, Look in my eyes. What do you see? No, I would have to say Cody Fair enough. I like his song. Yeah. His uh, song is great, and you know the way he stops and plays to the crowd. Yeah, when they all go, whoa! That's that's because he's a. That, that's because he's the yeah. baby face. Yeah, so it, that those are my top three right now. What about your top three? Just women. Just women. Mm-hmm. Naomi, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sky. Mm-hmm. Love how this the whole crowd gets i love those intros and stuff where like the crowd gets like dark like the lights go dim or off 
and mm-hmm. then the intro starts you know i really like that shirt so i was a huge fan of the edges theme song because it would go dark the spotlights would come on and then it would say you think you know me you then think the you know lights me. And shit yeah. Would. yeah 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 uh so i'm a huge fan of that style entrance and she has that style entrance um and Rhea Ripley. Fuck yeah, I was waiting for you to say it. This is my brutality. Yeah, and when she comes up and like to the song does that stomp, Bro. raises her title. Yeah. 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 And then she yeah. does and then she like she grabs onto the ropes while she's hanging off the uh the uh, edge of the ring and she's like showing her title to everybody and like she has the tongue out and she's like yeah, just oh man. She she has such good crowd work. It's it's great. Yeah. When Eo Sky does the splits in the ring, though. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, news. You know, let's 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 focus back in. Uh, yeah. Focus. Q- focus. On yours. Oh yeah. Uh, QT Marshall is returning to AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know who that is? No. Okay. I don't really watch AEW or keep up with it too much. Unbelievable. What do I see now? Uh, he, uh, let's see. He's back with AEW. Uh, he was uh, an in-ring talent. From 2019 to 2023, uh, he left. Now he's back. Nice. Yeah. I don't know anything about him at all. I just Googled. <laughs> you just saw that he was back. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, AEW, WWE, and TNA. You know, that's what we talk about. You know. Yep. Some boxing, some UFC. But, uh, hey, did you see... You know, you were you were wanting uh, Triple H to lace up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You did you see our truth got saved by DX? I did see our truth got saved by DX. Yeah. He uh he he got saved by uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. You know that that's totally what happened. <laughs> Love Triple H. Love Triple H. Love Triple H. Yeah. The fact that that he... How does R-Truth come up with this shit? I... I am 100%... I'm 100% in the the, uh, group that says that he is allowed to just make this shit up on the fly. And that Triple H is not talking about this in the the, uh, group, in the circle. You know, on the board, nothing. It's just true. It's just our truth. Like, yeah. So here's what I'm gonna do. And then they're like, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> the way that these in-ring talents are reacting to the shit he does, like the breaks that they're making and everything, like how he gets uh, Damien Priest to laugh every fucking time they get together, and the. The deadpan, like, what the fuck are you doing faces that The Miz makes when he has to deal with R-Truth shit 
there's no <laughs> way that it's scripted. <laughs> the reactions are just too genuine. They are far too genuine. Like, <laughs> like when he climbed up to the top in the uh, Royal Rumble when he grabbed the ladder. Yep. Everyone, the Kane looked at him just like threw his arms in the air, like, "What are you doing, man?" <laughs> and like had to knock that shit down, throw him out. Like, it's great. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh man, it's the best. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get our truth on the pod sometime. Yeah, we gotta make. That you happen. know, reach out to him. Why don't you? Hmm. Why don't you? <laughs> because you have the branded Twitter account for our podcast. Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, shouts out DIY for uh, uh, saving our truth, and then being told that they're DX, and playing along with it. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're we're DX. <laughs> Man. Bald guy with beard. Yep, that's Triple H. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, but uh, anyway, in other news, uh, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart are in 2K24. Uh, and the first looks at their uh, uh, figures, their, their character models, really fucking good. You can make out the stubble and the... All the strands of hair, you know, the the clothes fit just the way that they did in real life. You know, it's it's so good, so good. So that's that's really awesome. Um, uh, Paul Heyman is uh, being requested by the fans uh, to be inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame in Philly uh, this year. Uh, I support it. I really do. I I support it. Yeah, he made ECW, and then he made the Paul Heyman guys. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He he built people's you know lives. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, that I it's think a, he'll awesome. be inducted. It would be great to see him inducted this year but i think he'll be inducted after the bloodline stuff probably but man he's getting old you can see it in his face you know you can see it Mm -hmm. on his body you know he's he's getting old and let's see how old paul Heyman is actually let's he is 58 years old that's not actually as old as i thought no, he pulls 58 off pretty well, though. Yeah. I think it's the suit. Mm-hmm. I think it's the suit. Yeah. And I think he's also and using men's hair. hair dye. Yeah. Yeah, definitely is. Was, that's just what I said. And yeah. the dyed hair. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, what do you think? Who do you think would show up? You know, Paul Heyman gets inducted. Do you think they'll bring out all the Paul Heyman guys, you know, minus Brock Lesnar? Or um, probably, I yeah. think if they did it now, just the bloodline would come out. Mm-hmm. But if they mm-hmm. wait, you think uh... they wait till after the bloodline story that all of the Paul Heyman guys would come out? Yeah, I think so. I think that they would they would make him break emotionally 
for for that yeah. one because I mean he did he built ECW, so you know it, I think it would be you know it, it'd be hard not to make that like a real no kayfabe in the ring moment. Just yep, yeah. Like hey, let's let's acknowledge this guy. He he made not only lot. made ECW, but he made the current landscape of WWE. Yeah. Like, he's great. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I would love to see it. Yeah, I, I think, I think CM Punk standing there and being like, "Yeah, you know," uh, CM Punk. Uh, who else? Um, other than Brock Lesnar, we got Roman Reigns. Uh, we got. I'm trying to think of Paul Heyman guys. Uh, you know, if you think of any, I only know that two really off the top of my head, and that's CM Punk, Brock Lesnar. Those are the two biggest Paul Heyman guys. Well, Roman Reigns is a Paul Heyman guy now. Yeah. Let's see. But when you think of Paul Heyman guys, Roman Reigns was pretty made before Paul Heyman. Let's see, Paul Heyman guys. Every Paul Heyman guy ranked by their accomplishments. Let's rank people based on what they do for us. Uh, let's see, we got Paul E. Dangerously guys. Uh, back in the ECW, WCW world. We got, uh, which is uh, the Paul E. Dangerously, uh, which was, that that was Paul Heyman. Um, Pre-WWE. Uh, we got uh, Stunning Steve Austin. Uh, we got Mean Mark Callis, uh, which was you know, Undertaker, obviously. Uh, Damn. What? Mean Mark Callis is apparently a Paul Heyman guy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Taz, Sabu, uh, as well as Bobby Eaton, Ravishing Rick Rude, Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Arn Anderson. Jimmy Snuka is a Paul Heyman guy. Yep. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the uh, Dangerously's Dangerous Alliance. That was the the faction, WCW's top heel faction. Uh, yeah. They battled people like Sting, Ricky Steamboat, the Steiner Brothers. Uh, you know, just to name a few. Um, so we got uh, we got Hardcore Holly. Uh, Damn. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he aligned himself with Paul Heyman as an Arn Anderson style enforcer, uh, taking out RVD, leading to a feud. Yeah, he he had a he had test. Uh, he was a Vince Mc, all the makings of a Vince McMahon guy. You know, big, good looking, full head of hair. Uh, yeah. belonged on the cover of a romance novel. Uh, he made McMahon swoon. Uh, but he never moved the fans, uh, so he was turned into a Paul Heyman guy. Uh, but uh, he uh, he made a faction alongside Big Show, competed in uh, Extreme Elimination Chamber matches, uh, December to Dismember pay-per-views, mm-hmm. uh, uh, feuded with uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, if Paul Heyman had gotten test on the main roster, he would have been a lot bigger, for sure. 
Cesaro. He had Cesaro. Um, he was. Marino. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cesaro was one of the biggest baby faces in the world. That wasn't mm-hmm. named Daniel Bryan. <laughs> that wasn't Daniel Bryan is arguably the biggest baby face ever. Yeah. Uh, he had both the Dudley boys next to Hogan. Hogan was a huge baby face. Oh yeah, still is. If Hogan came out, if that music hit, everyone would freak the fuck out. Yeah, I think I still think that they should do an Andre the Giant Memorial match, where it's just all black dudes and then Hulk Hogan, so that he can face the decisions he's made. I don't think Hogan's racist, though. Uh, he is. Uh, he's definitely said the N-word. Yeah. In a derogatory manner about a black guy that his daughter was dating. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's okay. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, he had the Dudley boys. The Dudley boys were Paul Heyman guys. Um, he had uh, Heidenrich. Uh, he had uh, Curtis Axel. Uh, he had Ryback, which arguably the worst Paul Heyman guy. Uh, Not arguably. That's the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Big Show was a Paul Heyman guy. Uh, twice. Um, RVD was a Paul Heyman guy. Uh, Kurt Angle, CM Punk. You know, that's one of the biggest Paul Heyman guys. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Summer of Punk was massive. Oh, yeah. Bro, massive. Massive, my dude. Then he left, I believe it was SummerSlam or Money in the Bank, with the title. And just went on about his merry way. Yeah. You know, gotta do what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. But, um... No, I think, you know what I think's insane, and and here's my here's my thought process. One, what's that? This is how I'm leading into this question, or not this question, this comment. One, I think that Braun Breaker should be the last Paul Heyman guy. Think so? I think so. I think that he should take him under his wing, make him the next Brock Lesnar, minus the allegations, uh, turn him into a star. And then leave and never come back to WWE. Take the money and mm. run with it. Paul but, Heyman gets this I who Paul Heyman guys are. That's true. So I don't I don't think he would choose Braun Breaker because I, I just I don't know. It's too early in Braun Breaker's career to really choose him. I wouldn't say that because he got a title at twenty four and then he got the tag team title at twenty six. He's one of the yeah. fastest like here here here's his here's his whole record so far. He held the NXT championship twice for four hundred and twenty four days total. Right. Uh, he won his second uh NXT title on an episode of Raw. Uh, he won the Dusty Rhodes Classic, he won the tag team championship, main evented nine premium live events for NXT and then also won a war games match and he yes. was and he was uh the first person 
uh, to pop up uh, as a substitute for Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble. Like he is the hottest. If he aligned himself with, I think if he aligned himself with Braun Breaker, though, would just be kind of a, a repeat of Brock Lesnar, pretty much. And like we said, we don't want him to directly copy Brock Lesnar. No, but what if it was like a maybe? I think all the Paul Heyman guys were heels, right? Like that's his shtick. Um, yeah, sort of, except for Punk, you could argue, wasn't really a heel, because Punk was just doing Punk. Punk yeah. has always been a in-between babyface and heel. Yeah. He's never been on one side or the other. He's just seeing Punk. What <laughs> Maybe if... early in his career, he would have, but, like, now he's just, he's just seeing Punk. He doesn't choose good or bad. He's out for Punk. Mm-hmm. What if, uh, well, in, in that case, what if uh, uh, Braun Breaker was his first babyface? What if he made Braun Maybe. Breaker into like, I don't know, like a, like a New Age Hurricane, you know, like the superhero type? Because dude's no. fast. Like you saw, yeah. you you saw the Vengeance Day. He ran so fast in that fucking rope that he cut himself. <laughs> like yeah. he, he got caught up in the rope. But that wasn't because of how fast he was going. That's because he didn't put his arm on the rope as he backed into it. Yeah, but he was still fast going in. He was still moving. The mo- the man was moving faster I... than his body weight looks like it would keep up. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he always looks like he's angry. And like five, ten thousand cups of coffee in. Yeah. And every time that he does something that he's happy with, he goes ah, ah, like that. As like a superhero would be amazing. I I just I don't know. <laughs> don't know. You don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll watch his. We'll, we'll watch his life unfold. I, I just wouldn't want to see him be a Paul Heyman guy straight out the gate. No. Yeah, yeah, and I get that, but like at the same time, I want Paul Heyman to, you know, be able to retire before he hits like 70, 80, you know? Like, I want him to cash out with the last Paul Heyman guy. Like, I mean, obviously, Roman Reigns is the last Paul Heyman guy as of right now. Uh, There's not been a next one, but I want him to cash out on someone that's like, you know, not... Uh, also under the wing of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but instead, like, and that's something that could happen, is Dwayne Johnson becomes the, uh, the, you know, brain of the bloodline, and, like, is the next Paul Heyman? I don't know. Uh, but, uh, and I just, I think the fact that he the fact that Paul Heyman worked with Rick and Scott Steiner, not directly, but more indirectly, and was able to promote uh, matches that involved them, I feel like that connection to his family would be kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we'll see. But... You know, 
Uh, we'll see. Obviously, as of right now, he has no intentions of being a Steiner. Staying a breaker seems to be his move uh, because he did get signed to the main roster and his name didn't change. Um, maybe he'll keep it for a heel moment. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he'll keep Steiner in his pocket as an arch, like a like a villain. Or mode. maybe he just doesn't want to be Steiner. Maybe he doesn't want to be Steiner at all. You know, maybe he mm-hmm. wants nothing to do with his uh, crazy ass uncle. I have no idea. Uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see for sure. Um, into a more humbling uh, uh, topic. Uh, yesterday, uh, February fourteenth, mm-hmm. but uh, February fourteenth in two thousand seventeen specifically. So seven years ago. Uh, crazy to think that that's seven years now. That means that it's been six years since we've graduated. Wow. God damn. Yeah. But uh, seven years ago, February 14th, Valentine's Day, uh, to those who had a Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day, by the way, to those that did. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, if you didn't have Valentine's, the ones, the two of us at one more productions will be your valentine unless you're ugly which then benny will be your valentine yeah pretty much uh <laughs> seven years ago february 14th uh bray wyatt defended his wwe championship against john cena and aj styles on an episode of smackdown after being attacked by the late john huber aka luke harper may they both rest yeah. in peace Brazy. Fucking brazy. Rest in peace, Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. For fucking real. Bro, Luke Harper, high key. High fucking key. One of the coolest people to get buried. Like, I feel like they could have done so much more with him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they just, they didn't. You know, uh, they fucking didn't. But he had a he had idiopathic pulmonary uh, pulmonary uh, fibrosis. You know, is what it is. Yep. Can't really fight that one, I guess. Yep. But uh, man, he May was he great. rest in peace. He was great. He was fucking great. Totally <laughs> buried. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I was just so excited for the um, Firefly Funhouse thing to pick back up. Yeah. You know. Bray Wyatt's thing. Yeah. Before then he passed away. I was like, damn. 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 Yeah. That story was gonna be the best story on WWE. For sure. For sure. The Firefly Fun House was peak. Yeah. Yeah. But um you know, uh but leading from uh from that into uh some different news and I want your opinion on this. Uh, so John Cena was talking uh, on he was talking to someone who was asking questions reporter podcast I don't know the source specifically uh, but he was talking about how uh, Vince McMahon and Triple H wanted him gone uh, he said uh, when I was just wearing boots and tights and I was supposed to be the ruthless uh, ruthless aggression young good guy nobody in the company mm-hmm. liked me uh, Vince McMahon won't admit this, but he wanted me fired. Triple H wanted me fired. Everybody hated me. 
I feel like that's not entirely true, but I feel like there's some I truth don't think everyone in. hated him, but they definitely were going to fire You think so? Yeah, Stephanie McMahon had told him, like, hey, we're going to have you work through the winter, and after the winter, you're probably going to get the boot. Yeah. So they gave him a warning. They were like, you know, you're, you're, you're probably getting the boot, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But then he, she caught him like rapping backstage, and then they changed his gimmick up, and then he stayed because that gimmick worked. That is fantastic. Yep. But what do you not know about? I mean, they were going to cut him. John Cena's original character was not over. No one cared about it. Yeah. I don't know. I just and they I gave feel him like, like a year. I I feel like he he had a lot of. I haven't seen I haven't seen a whole lot of his pre new gimmick. You know, I, I haven't seen like his his boots and tights era a lot. Uh, yeah, but I feel like it's not good. Yeah. But I have but I, I, I have this feeling that like he's one of those people that like they're they're worried about something that won't happen. Like I feel like Vince McMahon wasn't gonna lay him off. I mean, Stephanie might have said something. But that could have been like a, like a hey, you know, this is my, you know, empty threat, you know, to really start selling. But I don't know, you know, you know, we we will never uh, know. We will never know. Uh, we will but, never uh, know. But regardless, if he he could have took the threat seriously, like damn, worked yeah. my whole life for this. It's almost over. And regardless, he took it seriously, mm-hmm. and they changed it. And he made it work. So yeah, but uh, uh, we don't know if it was an empty threat. We don't know if it was a real threat. But don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Could have been a last warning, and, they, and then he changed it. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in other news, uh, I wanted you to know something that you may not know. You may already know. I don't know. What is it? Uh, your your wife, your your beloved Liv Morgan, uh, mm-hmm. to this day, has been the only person to pin uh, Rhea Ripley since she joined Judgment Day. Yep, isn't that something? That's because Liv Morgan's the fucking boss, bro. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of the people that were talking under that uh under that post were saying stuff like uh you know that's because they have the best chemistry you know they know how to play off each other um oh man i believe they uh, came up in nxt together too i think so um mm. yeah i uh one person said i think live beating uh rio ripley uh will have a similar feel uh because they're talking about Liv maybe being the one to dethrone uh, 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 Rhea Ripley, uh, you know, I, yeah. which is a possibility. Um, I'm all for that decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they were saying uh, Liv beating Rhea will have a similar feel as to when Jay uh, pinned Roman in the tag team match a few a uh, few months back. Uh, Jay was yeah. among the last couple guys to pin Roman. Uh, clean the same way that Liv did to Rhea Ripley. Uh, yeah. And they uh, really hope that they visit that down the road. 
some others said um, uh, that they just want to see, you know, even if uh, she doesn't win, they want to see them fight for the title. Uh, yes. And then uh, another person said uh, uh, that they don't think Liv will be the one to beat Rhea, uh, but she's undeniably going to win another world title in the next two years. Oh, yeah. I don't even give it a year before she has another world title. Yeah. Whether it be the SmackDown one or the Raw one, but she is on Raw, so yeah, would be Raw. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, so I think she'll. I I think if you did that match at WrestleMania, Liv versus Rhea Ripley, right? Yeah. Then you have a great match that no one is going to be upset about how you book it, which they really need for WrestleMania. Oh yeah, they really do. Yeah, they're running out of options. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, other than that, what they could do, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, they promoting Bianca versus Rip, Rhea Ripley, apparently. I guess. But, um, anyway. Uh, I don't have a good transition to, uh, yeah, maybe I do. Um, so you know how I was talking about Paul Heyman possibly being inducted? Yeah. And uh, how, you know, I, I think that Paul Heyman should have one last Paul Heyman guy after Roman before he gets retired. Well, uh, yeah. I feel that, um, uh, you know, speaking of uh, Paul Heyman, I feel like he needs to, he, he's really good at keeping the kayfabe of being the asshole and like, being the the I know better than you do guy, and uh, yeah, yeah, everything because he knows this industry better than everyone. Yeah, uh, but I also feel like there are times where he should, uh, you know, tone back and maybe not play into it. Uh, for example, uh, five days ago, uh, as far as. You know, this news piece was concerned. I don't know actually how far along ago it was. Uh, but Paul mm-hmm. Heyman uh, came across the Kobe Bryant statue that they made. and uh, Or the bust. And it said, mm-hmm. uh, he, he tweeted out, he said, Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. And on behalf of WWE's Roman Reigns, I applaud the wise choice made by the statue creator who provided Kobe Bryant with the last honor of acknowledging our tribal chief. And it's, you know, Kobe Bryant holding up a, a you know, the index finger, the one finger. Uh, I feel like that's a little bit far because dude died a horrific death. But, you know, at the yes, same time, like, I that is... Imagine Kobe Bryant and Paul Heyman were friends. How do you know? I, I mean, I, I know you said you don't, you, oh, yeah. you didn't say you know, but I, you imagine. How do you imagine? Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman is big on sports and stuff. Yeah. And he's friends with a lot of athletes. Mm. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, so I could see them at least knowing each other well enough to make a joke like that. Yeah. Uh, many uh, people think that it was insensitive. Many people. Uh, I feel like it plays. We don't know their relationship. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 
that and you know i I i think it plays into his character more than it does you know honoring uh kobe bryant um we obviously we don't know his relationship like you said uh we don't know whether or not they knew each other uh but i feel like still you know aside from all that like he he was tiptoeing a line there and you know i'm sure that he got told by like triple h or stephanie or somebody like hey you know that's not let, let's not do that you know we can say we did but let's not uh because like that's that's a bit it's a bit rough that's a bit uh yeah a bit hard to hard to swallow because like you know like i said he he died a horrific death and you know, his poor daughter was in that plane a uh, helicopter as well and it's like it, it's it's a rough uh pill to swallow so like maybe maybe not do that but uh yeah at the same time i i love paul Heyman regardless you know uh, i think that he is probably one of the best uh sales uh salesmen of uh, wwe ever um he he makes everything better with his involvement um that's probably why i actually enjoy the bloodline story even still uh, yeah because of him but uh anyway uh speaking on the bloodline though uh some people were saying that uh the rock uh because he's involved in the bloodline now uh he's making wwe one of his failed accomplishments because so he uh for for those who don't know he tried uh, to take over football, he made what was called XFL, uh, and it failed. No, Vince McMahon made XFL, and Rock bought it from him. Really? I I was yeah. I was uh, under the impression that The Rock made XFL. Nope, The Rock did not make XFL. Vince McMahon made XFL oh. and won the rights to it oh. after Vince McMahon. Vince Man's XFL failed. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it is now uh, going to relaunch as the UFL, so it all works out. It's not going to work. <laughs> well, uh, XFL merged with the United States Football League. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and it could they were they're both spring football leagues uh but they're gonna merge become the united football league uh and it'll be an 18 eight team competition uh it'll kick off its 10 game regular season march 2024 on the 30th uh it'll be divided into usfl and xfl as conferences but uh i still don't think it'll work to be honest with you no no shot uh but he uh he tried to take over dc with black adam you know he twisted black adam's story uh he made people look like villains that weren't supposed to be and he completely over uh overrode all stories pertaining to black adam and everything else involved and that failed it was the worst uh bomb of the dc uh cinematic universe uh within the past 
three, no, five years. I'll say five years. Um, that failed. And people are thinking that now his new project is going to be the WWE. And that uh, his involvement with TKO will uh, bomb as well. Uh, do you think that it's going to lead this way? Or do you think that you know, he's been put in his place quite properly? And that uh, you know, his involvement will stop, uh, start and stop with what he's doing now. Which is what looks to be acknowledging the bloodline. I think The Rock's going to finish out this bloodline story for sure, but I don't think he'll be done with WWE after that. I, he was able to save the story by giving the match back to Rhodes and, you know, doing all that. That's, a, that's a way of looking at it that I didn't think about. Yeah. He saved the bloodline story, not really Cody's. People were getting yeah. tired of the bloodline. Yeah, he say he refreshed the bloodline story, even though it was about to end if Rock and Roman did go at it at WrestleMania. But mm-hmm. yeah, and then uh, he turned heel successfully. Turned heel. Yeah, this is his first just time successfully the heel. heel too. And saved WrestleMania in the process by letting Rome, by letting Cody Rhodes have the main event. That's a that is a really astute way of looking at it. Props fucking props because like i didn't think of it that way i didn't think of it like you know the rock was saving the bloodline and because people were getting bored coming in and ruining it yeah to think of the wider picture like everything going on yeah wow he saved he he boosted the numbers for wrestlemania and like the interest for wrestlemania tenfold probably yeah as much as I want to think that the majority are the people that uh, didn't want him involved at all, I think that actually you remember who we're the, the silent minority. Yeah. Or we're the loud minority. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the decision maker, obviously, is uh, The uh, Rock. You know, the Rock, Triple H, everyone involved in creative. Yeah. Man. So they weren't thinking. The Rock wasn't on the board thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to piss all these Cody crybabies off and still take Wrestlemania. He was probably thinking, how can I still piss these guys off and give Cody the main event? Yeah. I don't know. Which he successfully did. I feel like... So... Sometimes... Sometimes... um, uh, WWE does... uh, Pulls stunts, uh, does work without everybody knowing and yeah. like uh, there's moments where it's like uh what, oh, what's yeah. a good example um archer anytime archer does anything yeah i feel like not everybody knows about our truth's decisions uh but i was more thinking yeah. like uh um like uh, the montreal screw job you know like yeah that that's a good one happens yeah yeah, yeah I, that's a good example that's a really uh, notable thing of Oh, the other guy really didn't know what was going to happen. And it caused for a genuine reaction and boosted media. Exactly. So, of course, they do. Exactly. Like, yeah, they, they do things without people's knowledge, most people's knowledge. And I feel like this was a decision that they had been working on. And I feel like that's why Seth Rollins had such a vile reaction to him and, like, hated yeah. him is because he wasn't Except- a part of the no. Yeah. And 
and I feel like uh, you know that's why uh, uh, Cody Rhodes didn't react well when he got slapped. Maybe it was a work that, oh, that's why you were doing that. Maybe tell me next time. <laughs> yeah. So, Which is probably, probably the case, you know. Yeah, and that's why they conveniently drop the mic uh, when he goes to slap him. Uh, yeah. They they drop the mic so that you can't hear them talk up close. You know, they're saying some things, and you know, it's stuff like that possibly. They knew it was going to get ugly after that. Seth was going to go off, so they're just like, okay, cut the mics. <laughs> yeah, they cut the mics. They drop them, uh, and. You know, uh, someone that I feel wasn't in the know, but was probably knowledgeable of it, Grayson Waller. I feel like uh, I, I feel like he was aware, because one of the I things. Feel like, okay. Oh. I feel like they were in the know that Cody was going to get his WrestleMania spot back. Yeah, maybe. Because it was all calm up to that point. They were cutting promos. They were doing what they were doing. You know. Yeah. But. I think it wasn't in the note that The Rock was supposed to go off on Cody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Grayson Waller, one of the uh, original people to speak on this stuff, uh, he said a few months ago everyone was, uh, oh, Rock, come back. How long have they wanted The Rock versus Roman Reigns? People have been begging for it for years. Then they get it. Then they complain about it. You know, and he he's basically going off on the fans like, "What the fuck do you want?" And the fans are saying, "It's because the Rock politicked his way in. The Rock, you know, yeah. used his status to get in." But if this has all been one big work, you know, I feel like that's that's insane because you know Cody Rhodes did say, "Trust me." He's like, "Guys, please trust me." Um. And uh, I feel like the Rock, it was a work. all his tweets said long game. Yeah, I feel like, okay, I feel like the Rock definitely politicked his way into the event, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I, that, no doubt about it. He was just like, yeah, we got to save WrestleMania. So he definitely politicked his way in. But I feel like after that backlash thing, he, they went up and did a work to get Cody back and the Rock still stay healed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. But um No, I, I, I'm I'm really happy with how it's coming coming along though. Um yeah, I'm uh uh you know, like Cody Rhodes on, on Raw, uh you know, he said, uh, you slapped me across the face and what that means is I'm going to hit you back. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, I think I, that we should acknowledge so the best promo that they've cut, which was Seth Rollins uh, being the Shield. Oh my God, that was so good! You know, uh, let me see if I can get. He's a... like, I got your back. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. Uh, uh, promo. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, Seth Rollins says, "Well, what can I accept? Uh, what can I say except you're welcome?" 
you know, the rock was involved uh, for pre- uh, reference. Uh, first things first, Cody, uh, as much as I was looking forward to defending the world heavyweight championship against you at WrestleMania, I understand your decision. I understand why you had to pick Roman Reigns. I understand why you needed Roman's title. You got to finish that story, right? And there are millions of people around the world who want you to finish your story. Now that decision is made, let me make this very clear to you. You need to finish your story. You need to finish your story for yourself, for your dad, for your me, for every single person here tonight. And I'll tell you why. Because if you do not beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and take the WWE Undisputed Championship from him, the landscape on the other side of WrestleMania is very, very dark. You've got the most powerful champion in the modern era, Roman Reigns. He gets more power, he gets more leverage, which means he shows up less. He defends his title less. That glass ceiling, it gets thicker. Those brass rings, they get higher. This is probably the last real chance that any of us has to take that title, to take that power, and to give it to the people. You might be the man for the job, but Cody, I, I fan yells, I love you. I love you too. What's your plan, Cody? Because last year you got screwed out of the title in the main event of WrestleMania. The Usos were there. Paul Heyman was there. Solo was there. Roman Reigns. You couldn't get the job done, but you forgot. Uh, you for you fought your way back. You won the Royal Rumble again. The deck stacked against you just the same, except now the bar has been raised because you're not just dealing with Heyman and Solo and Jimmy and Roman. You're dealing with the biggest star, the most influential man in the entire entertainment industry. You've got to deal with The Rock. And then the crowd started to chant, Rocky sucks. Lexington, I tend to agree with you, which is why I came out here, Cody, to tell you you do not have to go... Uh, you do not have to fight this battle alone. Now, you and I, we haven't always seen eye to eye. But a couple weeks back, you told Roman Reigns that you didn't want—you uh, didn't just want to take his title from him. You wanted to take everything from him. And deep in my soul, I feel that. And that is why at the press conference, when The Rock laid hands on you, I stepped up. Because I am sick and I am tired of people like The Rock of people like Roman Reigns, these arrogant, entitled pricks who think that they can do whatever they want, they can throw their weight around, make any decision they want with no consequence. I am sick and tired of them always getting away with it. And i got to admit something to you right now. The man Roman Reigns is, is partially my fault. Nearly 12 years ago, we came down those stairs in tactical vests. We were brothers forged from the same fire. I taught him everything I know. I am partially responsible for the man that he is, but I could have never imagined the monster he has become. And now that monster has two heads, because he is standing side by side with the only person on this planet who is as entitled and selfish as he is. But when it comes to fighting the bloodline, when it comes to fighting the rock, when it comes to fighting Roman Reigns, there is only one man on earth who is ye- uniquely suited to be your shield. I'll give mm-hmm. you a hint. He was once an architect. He is now a visionary. He is a revolutionary. He is Seth. Then he puts his mic up in the air. Freaking Rollins. Oh yeah. my fucking God when I heard that one. I... 
I was like, holy shit. Like, such a good promo. Such a good promo. You know, I... Growing up, I was never interested in the promos. Genuinely. I didn't give a fuck. I was all about the, the wrestling <laughs> itself. But as I grew older, I started listening a bit more, and I'm like, hey, that pertains to what I'm about to see. It's almost as if I was meant to watch it. Maybe I will. And then I started watching them. And then I started watching all of them. And now I'm to the point that I'm excited for them more than I am the wrestling. Hell yeah. And I just, I you feel know, like that's... great. What? Little diversion. The Miz just changed his profile picture on Twitter. Ooh. Ooh, go check it out. Okay. Let me check this out. Uh, you're going to come with me for this. Let's Mike see. the Miz. I know. It's a journey. I know. Mike the Miz. <laughs> Audio listeners love you to death. Mike the Miz changed his profile picture to Logan Paul getting knocked the fuck out. I think I know what this means. <laughs> he changed his profile picture to uh, the Mayweather fight that Logan Paul had. Yeah, the... Logan Paul all beat up and catching a fucking left hook to the face. The one that Logan Paul swears up and down that he won. And, mm -hmm. you know, the more that I listen to him talk about how he won it, the more I believe him less. Yeah. It, oof. But, um, no, that's crazy. That, but, uh, it, yeah. Uh, speaking of promos, uh, speaking of, you know, when wrestlers talk, uh, Baron Corbin uh, tweeted something out that I, I really love. Uh, by the way, he, uh, for those who want to keep up, you know, just follow them on Twitter. Uh, Baron Corbin WWE. No spaces. Uh, he said, uh, damn, this felt good. Six years since I've held gold. Braun Breaker uh, has made absolutely wrecking dudes so much fun. He's one hell of a teammate. I'm glad I could lead him to gold. Haha. Uh, -ha. Uh, and I truly believe that we are the absolute best tag team in WWE. That sounds oh, yeah. like, one, uh, he's actually starting to like uh, hanging with Braun Breaker. Uh, two, it sounds like Baron Corbin might come with him to the main roster of WWE. That's, Hell yeah. That just sound, that's what it sounds like. That would be amazing to see Braun, uh, to see Baron Corbin back on the main roster. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, I mean, he's not young. Baron Corbin is by no means young. Uh, you know, he right. is, uh, I believe, 46, if I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, 39. I was not close at all. Um, 39, uh, for reference, uh, Braun Strowman, 40 years old. Kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, it, it sounds like he's wanting to come back to the main roster with Braun Breaker and to do tag team championship matches all the time. Um, but obviously, you know, they just won the NXT championship, so they're going to be there for a little bit longer, uh, you know, defending that title. Uh, unless they have him, uh, unless they have them uh, bounce back and forth, 
I mean, they they have done that before. Uh, they've had people go back to NXT, you know, do something and then come back, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did that with uh, uh, Judgment Day. Yep. They, they had they them did. go back. They had D- Dominic go back, win the title. Well, he, they had Dominic just go to NXT. Yeah. And win the title. So, yeah. So they they could do something like that. They could have them defend the title while being main ro- main roster, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of <laughs> the main roster thing that they talked about, that takes effect on uh, Raw Day Zero, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we have that to look forward to. Um, you know what else we have to look forward to? What's that? Mick Foley. Uh, uh, on his uh, Foley is Pod. Uh, for those who don't know, Mick Foley has a podcast, and it's really good. Uh, go check it out. Foley is Pod. Uh, he revealed that he's thinking of doing one more death match for his 60th birthday. And uh, for those who are wondering, uh, Mick Foley is uh, currently uh, 58 years old. So we got two years on that one. Yeah. Uh, technically one year, uh, because his birthday is this year. So 59 yeah. and 60. Anyway, uh, June 7th, specifically. Um, mark it in your calendars. Uh, he, on his 60th birthday, he wants to do one more death match. Uh, and he's wanting to drop 100 pounds uh, in weight and then uh, do that death match. And he thinks that it would be a really gory spectacle. So mm. I think that he's planning to come back, do a death match. Which, <clears throat> my question, uh, obviously there's a chance for uh, new talent to come out between then and now. Uh, here and now. Uh, no, then and now I was right. Okay. Uh, there's a chance for new talent to come out. Uh, who do you mm. think that... Mick Foley would be inclined to on the current roster do a death match with. See, that's a hard choice. Mm-hmm. Like, who do you think he respects as talent enough to come in, do that, and leave? The real question is, who on the main roster could do that style of match? Well, what type of criteria are you looking at? They gotta be like more hardcore style. I think Finn Balor is definitely tough enough to do that. Yeah. I think Finn Balor could do it. Uh, I don't really... I can't really think of anyone else that would be able to do that style of match, you know? I think Punk would do it. They want to keep Punk not injured. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. Orton? Maybe. No, Orton's never really been the deathmatch style. He has a more of a safe style of wrestling. Mm. Yeah, because his RKO is specifically designed to save his shoulder. Yeah. Um. Well, let's see. We got Finn Balor. Maybe. Uh, we got if uh if Joe Gacy ever comes to the main roster, maybe him. Um, yeah. That actually definitely him, if he ever comes to the main roster. 
Unless Mick Foley goes to NXT, which I think he would probably do a main event. Probably a premium live event, too. Um, yeah. So... And there wouldn't be a title on the line because it's just the one match. He's not wanting to come in, come back permanently. Unless yeah. unless he comes back as an announcer, that would be awesome. Oh man, that'd be dope. Um, um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, what about Ray? He's, no, he's really safe too, though. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's a hard choice. I mean, no one on this roster really fits that style. Yeah. Let's see. Current roster with WWE. Who do we got? We got... Let's see. Um, AJ Styles would not do it. I know that much. No. Uh, Baron Corbin would, if given yeah. an opportunity. But he's not main roster. Uh, Braun Breaker, maybe... Doubtful, but maybe. Uh, yeah. Highly doubtful. Carmelo, he he's everybody's calling him a uh, a young black Shawn Michaels. Yeah, but I can't see Carmelo doing it. Yeah, he might. He might. It would be a main roster guy, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely not Cody. Um, no. Man, uh, Dexter Loomis. Dexter, he's not on the active roster, is he? Uh, he's on Raw. Uh, yeah, he's currently. I thought he got released. Mm. He doesn't do anything. No, he doesn't. But he could probably do it with Karrion Cross, maybe. Oh yeah, Karrion Cross, definitely. I think Finn Balor or Karrion Cross, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or, um... Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, not JD. I don't think he would do it. Um, Tom would not do it. No. Not a chance. Uh, let's see. Joe Gacy, I, I think, would. Uh, yeah. John Cena, maybe, if he wanted to come back for one. I think he's too old for that style of match. Plus, he's an actor, man. Well, we're talking Mick Foley at age 60 doing it. You don't think Mick Foley is going to take some nasty bumps? It's Mick Foley. Yeah, it's Mick fucking Foley. Kevin Owens would Bro. do it in a heartbeat. He's such a fan. Oh, yeah. Kevin Owens. Yeah, that's the, that's the choice. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe L.A. Knight? Doubtful. I think he's too humorous. I think Kevin Owens is the choice, man. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm I'm still looking. I'm trying to see if there's any other options. Oba Femi would Logan. do it if he was on the main roster. Almost. Logan Paul would probably do it, but I don't know if Mick Foley would do that severe of a match with a guy who's so inexperienced. Yeah, no, he's he's still too young. For, uh, Sammy that. would probably do it. Sammy takes, will take pretty much any bump. Yeah, Pat McAfee would do it. Almost <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. is a free agent. I didn't know that yet. Apparently, he, yeah, he's not Raw or SmackDown. He's uh, he's just WWE. 
Oh, that's right. They're uh, I I remember now. Uh, he's doing better, but they've decided to make him a spectacle, so he shows up when they think that it's suited for him. But yeah. generally, they don't have him out. Yeah, he's like a he's young legend basically. Uh, mm. Seth wouldn't do it. He's he he's, he's a dad now. Yeah. Well, we're talking a year out. So he would heal. By yeah, then. but back injuries do not heal within a year. If you need back surgery, that doesn't heal within a year. Yeah, uh, Shinsuke might do it. Yeah. Um, I the, think the it'd Rock be the most entertaining with Kevin Owens. <laughs> the Rock would do it. Yeah, I doubt the Rock would do it. No, you don't think so? No. Man, yeah, I think I think. Kevin Owens is literally the only option here. I mean, the Miz maybe, but doubtful. Um, you know what's amazing? What's up? The Slim Jim car on the seat belts. It has little holes where you can put Slim Jims. That is amazing. That is yep. actually amazing. But yeah, I think it would be Kevin Owens though. Yeah, our truth wouldn't do it. No way in hell. No, he's. He's comedy of appeal now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing anyone. I think he'll come back and put over Kev <coughs> Kevin Owens. What the hell? <coughs> oh, All right, just... how long have we been doing this podcast? Uh, not long enough. I still have more to go. Yeah, um, we've been out for like, what, yeah, over well, an hour? Yeah, well, we keep going off script. Um, let's see, where are we at? Actually, that's a good question. Hour 41. Uh, but still, I have a lot. Well, not a lot. I have a couple. Uh, the Sandman. You remember the Sandman? Maybe not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fun fact for you. He was a Chippendale dancer after, uh, after he got out of jail. The more uh, you know. Back in 84. Yeah. Uh, people should look into that. His life before and after ECW, very entertaining to read about. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of people are really mad at uh, AEW right now uh, because they feel like that uh, AEW doesn't know how to book uh, a main event star like Adam Copeland. Uh, people are missing when his presence felt special uh, and he was having feuds with the main events. Uh, but uh, nowadays, yep. people think that he's uh, he's being mistreated as a star and uh, not being. He's uh, Adam Copeland's just doing it for fun. No, I don't think he cares to be the main event. No, I, I think he so. wants to put people over. Yeah. And uh, wrestle the people he wanted to wrestle, and then leave. Yeah, you know, uh, Adam Copeland, he he's getting up there for sure. You know, he, he's been around the block a few times. Uh, uh, but he... Uh, he's uh, he, he's the definition of they enjoy it. Uh, he's 50 years old, people. He's 50. Think about that. You know, yeah. CM Punk is 45. Randy Orton's 43. Uh, Christian Cage is 50. You know, yeah. uh... You know, Jeff Hardy is uh, uh, 46. Damn. 
you know, so when he when he's doing this stuff and he's not being the main event star that's like cherry picked for certain moments, he's literally doing yeah. it because he wants to. He his connection with Cody Rhodes and the uppers at uh, AEW uh, is so strong. If he wanted to be cherry picked and be on a legacies contract where he <clears throat> comes in and does stuff, you know, just because he feels like that would be a nice enough paycheck, he would do it. But yeah, yeah. he, he's a lot like Mick Foley. You know, he, he came in, uh, he wrestled, he got a taste for blood and he stayed around. You know, mm-hmm. he, uh, the first match I, we talked about this before, uh, Adam Copeland edge, his first match with WWE, he broke someone. He speared them and broke someone. So, yeah. like, the man has no qualms with, you know, being that, you know, middle roster, you know, uh, mid, or mid, mid-card uh, yeah. you know, fight that's, like, it gets you hyped up for the final match of the night. Yeah. You know, so he, he's okay with it, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. But uh, speaking of him, something that you and I talked about off pod, but I think uh, people might still care about. Um, uh, Brandon Cutler uh, posting on Twitter, uh, talking about how Adam Copeland was rubbing people the wrong way in the locker rooms. And then people didn't realize that it was kayfabe and that Adam Copeland's actually a sweetheart. And they thought he was an asshole for some fucking reason. And, uh, even though anyone who talks to Adam Copeland or talks about him is always like, yeah, he's like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Like he, uh, he made judgment day and then he allowed himself, uh, to be the one to put over Finn Balor as a judgment day member. Like he got kicked down. He got the shit beat out of him. Uh, him and, uh, Beth Phoenix, uh, you know, got, uh, manhandled by you know uh mommy and the rest of the judgment day you know because he was putting over the new the new uh talent you know he was he was putting over something most stars do not do yeah he he put over dom like he he's like you know what beat me up as well like they could have said it as him just taking down ray but he was like yeah no you know uncle adam copeland Uncle Edge. Yeah. So that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. But um, Which is... yeah, no, he he got yeah. in tr- he got in trouble, uh, f- fake trouble, uh, for calling out the Young Buck tag team on AEW, and he was saying that uh, I don't know some shit. Uh, and the Cutler's tweet, uh, Cutler's tweet for those who still don't get it, it was satire. Yeah, uh, obviously was, playing into the heel dickhead. Promo. Yeah, obviously yeah. just playing into the kayfabe. You know, just let kayfabe be yeah. kayfabe. But yeah, uh, just know what's going on backstage. Yeah. Uh, and to to end it off, uh, two things. Uh, Triple H shared the first look at the new WWE experience, and it looks badass as fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Taker is part of it. Uh, you know, they have Andre in the back, Roman, part of the art piece. Um, 
Mm-hmm. You know, really cool looking. Really cool looking. Got to check it out sometime. Uh, is that something that... Do you know if that's something that the us civilians can get into? Or is that just like where they work? What is the WWE experience? It's like a museum. Oh, it's a museum? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's in, in Saudi Arabia. It's in Riyadh. Yeah, man... Yep. I'm not flying for that. If I was meant to fly, God would have given me wings. But, uh... <laughs> that made me fart so hard that I can travel. I don't know. You have to rocket ship. Yeah. Uh, but the last thing I wanted to end it on... Uh... uh they made a uh, top 100s list uh, for highest paid combat sports athletes. And guess who made it into the top three, baby? Jake Paul. Jake motherfucking Paul, the problem child. The fucking and Dana White still problem. Loves to say his events are profitable. Like bullshit. El Gallo de Dorado, Jake motherfucking Paul. Uh, it was uh, Javante Davis, uh, Ryan Garcia, Tyson Fury. All of them made it, but they were not as big and up there as him. He matched, mm-hmm. he's almost matching paychecks with Canelo. Almost. Yeah. So that, you know That's what that means? Jake Paul and Canelo makes more sense now. Jake Paul and Canelo makes more sense. The purse would actually make sense. You know, what's great is Dana White will still say, yeah, no, those lists are bullshit. Oh, yeah. Because none of the UFC guys made it on there because Dana White's too selfish. Well, it's because they're too busy riding Dana White's ass for like 30k when everyone else is making a couple mil. And yeah. it's like, no, just cease your shit. I want to see TKO make a difference there. Like, come on. It's about time. You know, yeah, uh, well, Jake Paul's promotion, Fighter Base pays 50k. That, see, that's insane. Well, that's, you know, already more k than the UFC Fighter Base pay. Yeah, yeah, that it's insane. Yeah, I, I, I want to see a difference uh, be made in the UFC. Yeah, and you know Jake Paul would. That's just base pay, you know. Yeah. When they fight, they get paid more. When they win, they get paid more, you know. And you know Jake Paul gives him a bigger cut too. Well, uh, he he hit up Sean Strickland, and he's like, "I want to fight you. I will give you half of your net worth." And I feel like that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. And he, he said, I will give you half your net worth. Nobody turns that down. And Sean Strickland still was calling him a bitch and like, man, you know, I don't want to work with you, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I get sued by the UFC. Yeah. It's like, bro, you, you beat the shit out of, um, Sneeko, uh, yeah. You beat the shit out of Sneeko for fucking what? And he was like, oh, well, if you had just fallen, I would have called it good. It's like, bitch, was that a rule? Did you say that somewhere? You know, what the fuck? How does he know? But you, yeah. you rocked his shit, and he it's wasn't prepared. Light spar, Sneeko was not going very hard. He was just, you know, learning how to throw punches, get around the guard, all that. And then he just got his shit rocked by Sean Strickland. Yeah, for no fucking reason. So, you know, it, it's a. Uh, I mean, I, I'm hoping 
I'm I hoping mean, that he. Very satisfying Sneeko get the shit beat out of him. Oh yeah, everybody fucking hates Sneeko, but you know, he still doesn't need his shit rocked for no reason. You know, like you know, at least say something, be like, "Hey, yeah, that's what you get, bitch." You know, for being you. You know, an yeah. asshole. You know, it's you know that's what you get for being a duty head. You know, say something. Don't make it just like beating up somebody who doesn't know how to fight for the fact they don't know how to fight. But uh, yeah. if he accepts Jake Paul's uh, offer for half of his net worth, uh, and it's Sean Strickland's net worth, it's not Jake's net worth. So, well, yeah, fuck. Jake's uh, net worth is what probably like twenty, fifty million by this point. Yeah, probably something like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's look. Let's look. Fuck. Sean Strickland's network is about two million dollars. Okay, so half of it, so like a mil, mil, yeah. mil, one point five maybe. Uh, I think, uh, I think Jake Paul has. I'm in his um, uh his private thing that he made for his fans uh his private chat uh he showed uh, okay it wasn't there um i'll find it 60 uh, million in 2023 was his network damn that's uh sean or jake jake damn that's crazy uh let's see uh he posted see that's three days ago 21 days ago uh okay he said uh uh, Sean Strickland, you're embarrassing for trying to stop Sneeko like that. Uh, you weren't even able to drop someone with no experience while going all out. Uh, you're a horrid boxer that only picks on inexperienced people. I'll fly you to PR, uh, Puerto Rico. We can fight on camera. If you win, I'll give you one million, half your net worth. But if you get dropped, you have to get better tattooed on you. DM me, uh, but just like Patty, I'm guessing you'll find a way to run. Uh Dang. Sean Strickland replied, you lost to a part-time boxer, but yes. LOL. That's insane. <laughs> you lost to a part-time boxer, sure, but that part-time boxer did not drop Jake Paul. He dropped that part-time boxer. Exactly. Like, Jake Paul is lost not one to fuck with. Which everyone thought Jake Paul actually won the fight. Exactly. Fucking, you know, yeah. Tommy Fury, both both times when he fought, and I don't usually defend KSI, uh, but he fought both times, KSI and Jake, and both times they lost on points. Because, yeah. you know, he's a he's a Fury. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's obvious that it's biased. But, um, yeah. no, nah, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Uh, what do you think? If uh, Sean Strickland got in the, got in the ring with Jake, you think he's gonna win, or do you think uh, no. no? No, I honestly think Jake Paul's that much better of a boxer than Sean Strickland is. 
she, Sean's not even a boxer. He's a UFC guy, but he doesn't do much yeah, leg nice. work. So, like, basically a boxer. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, it's almost uh, almost two hours now. Unless you want to keep going for five minutes to make it an even two, I doubt you do. Uh, no, we'll call want... it this. All right, let's call it. Do the, right, do the like, outro. subscribe. Let us know in the comments if you think Jake Paul or Sean Strickland would win. And let us know who you think Mick Foley should fight for his 60th birthday. Hell yeah. And that, that will end our podcast. Thank you for watching one more production. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.